Hayatana Burner. And Des Bishop. Thanks for calling the Burner phone. If you leave a message after the tone, we may have to make it into a podcast. What's up, my little dialers? You get to experience our relationship as we are long distance for, is this the third week in a row? Uh, I think this is the, is this, this is our third remote, maybe, yeah, third remote third episode. Remote. No, fourth. This is our fourth. Really? So you guys have realized that we never see each other and that's the strength that makes a marriage last. Um, but we're going to see each other soon. Except that I was supposed to be back on Tuesday. He was. And uh, we had a we, we, we've had a health scare over here in Dublin. Uh, so uh, we're not going to get too dramatic, but I got an MRI just on my stupid shoulder for like, you know, just I, literally everything's easier to do in Ireland, scan-wise. So while I was here, I was like, oh, I'll get an MRI. I had some shoulder pain. And then something else showed up in my stupid MRI. And uh, there's not any major cause for concern, but enough that uh, I'm getting further scans. So dialers, don't don't worry. Hannah still wants you to think that it's a good idea to date an older man, but uh, this is the reality of being with a boomer. <laughs> this is Hannah, I'm not a, I'm not a boomer. <laughs> Speaking of boomers, we wanted to do this episode. I love how I just like went on to the next thing, but yes, we're sending love to Des in Ireland as he gets his scans. Um, but well, yeah, yeah, yeah. first you tried to go on <laughs> to the next thing, then you tried to, then you, now it sounds like dramatic. Well, pick, I don't pick know how lane. dramatic you want to get. I don't do don't do my thinking. You know, it's it's fine. It is what it is. But speaking of boomers and my boomer husband, we wanted to talk about different generations because Des and I get asked about it a lot. Obviously, we're different generations. Des gets along with my parents really well because they talk about the '80s together. Um, I'm hardcore millennial, but I identify as Gen Z. Um, I don't pass as Gen Z, but I do wear my hair in the middle part. It's a whole thing. Um, but generations are fascinating to talk about right now. And I feel like more than ever because of TikTok and podcasts, multiple generations are consuming the same media and it's kind of like crazy times. Hey, I, I, I have to say that I'm with you on everything you said, except for the last part. True. Actually... The, the now there's a chance that you can actually stay with your generation a lot more. In the past, there was only the television and the radio. True. So actually, the multiple generations used to consume the same media more. Now there's actually well, you're less right. of a chance. Now because of algorithms, everyone has their bubbles. However, if you're like me and you love Gen Z stuff, I can I got on the Gen Z algorithm and I fully consume that stuff. Um, and you're still on chiropractor videos, which is totally fine. But Hannah, you, you're not the first person to to not accept their age and identify with the the younger generation, which which you know that that that's not a new thing. I, like, it's great it's great that you're you're, you're keeping down with, with the with the youth. Yeah, but, I like uh, to s- to stay hip, as they call it. I like to the kids; they keep me young. But I also do want to acknowledge that I'm fully embracing getting older, and I can't wait to be older and just like respected. And t- like when I say I'm tired, people just listen to you and they leave you alone. Yeah, well, if you listen to these messages coming through, you, you, you'll find that uh, the older people are, are not being respected. But 
the older people are also not respecting the young. In fact, I'm quite surprised the the animosity that uh, oh. the animosity that's out there for the different generations. Was it a there's war a, zone? There's a, there's a war going on outside. <laughs> no man is safe from. You can run, but you can't hide forever. I mean, I was shook. <laughs> I was shook. Babe, I love when you break into song. Mob deep. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I I, I was. Uh, you know, uh, that's why I think it's a good topic because there's a. I, actually, I'll tell you what I think. I, I think that, like, probably for the first time since, like, the hippie era, there's there's more awareness of the different generations mm. now than there has been since then. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of, of name calling, accusations, uh, sweeping generalizations that are that are being sort of, you know, lobbed uh, across. Uh, across no man's land at the different generations. And one thing you do learn as you get older is like, I remember when everyone was shitting on millennials, they were like, millennials are lazy and you know, millennials don't have jobs and they don't know how to take care of themselves. And everyone hated millennials. And then a younger generation came and then everyone started hating on them. And you realize like, oh, like the Gen Z's are going to be the old ones eventually. So everyone, you know, gets their come around. Is that a saying? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're comeuppance. They're comeuppance. Yeah, that's, oh, I love saying uh, and, comeuppance. And, and, and the one thing that I kept feeling throughout this is it's like, you know, there, there's so many different dynamics at play. But the one thing that the older, the older you get, the one thing you have over a younger generation, and I'm not always saying it's a positive, but there's just, they, they can't know what it's like to be older, you know? And when I was younger and people would say that, I would think like, that that was like a cop out for them not you know embracing something new but on the flip side now that i'm older the one thing that you can't know when you're younger is what it's like to get older true you know and and that is that is an advantage i think wisdom wise but obviously it's a disadvantage in terms of being set in your ways which is very much a theme throughout the messages yeah and you don't realize how wise older people are until you get older and you're like, wow, I was fucking stupid back then. But then well, also... That's, that's the joke. I would joke I was saying on stage is one of the things I hate most about being older is realizing how full of shit I was. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, actually, I don't use the past tense. I say realize how full of shit I am, you know? What back is- in the day, you, you, know, you know what I think happens sometimes? This is... I'm going to keep this personal for me. Uh, I, my, my bullshit meter goes off in real time these days. Mm. So... Actually, I can actually be, I can hear the bullshit coming out of my mouth now in real time. <laughs> Whereas I, I couldn't hear it coming out of my, I, I, I actually thought that I wasn't full of shit and it would just fly out. Oh, and now you're like, oh, I'm just talking shit to talk shit. I, I just, I'm become aware of it and I can't do it, you know? Yeah. Or, 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 or it gets edited out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're right. Like you don't want to deal with the fake stuff and you only have enough energy to keep it real. But I feel like sometimes the older generation lies to the younger generation. Like, I guess it's not a lie, but sometimes I remember older generation would be like, oh, you're in college. Best years of your life. That was not the best years of my life. I remember being like, this is horrible. Why is everyone if this is the best years? Like, I really am scared of what's to come. Or they'll be like, oh, nah, I tell people 30s is the best years of your life. Ooh, I can't especially wait. In the, especially in the modern era. What about the year uh, that you met me? Oh, yeah. Great year. Uh, global pandemic. Uh, <laughs> thousands of people dying. Um, 
Every, couldn't leave your house. Uh, a lot of dogs that got adopted and then returned. Great year. Great year. Um, God, we're so romantic. <laughs> but uh, no, no, uh, the, the no, I, I, you know, just just to conclude because I feel like I didn't articulate it well. Uh, when I say uh, realize how full of shit I am, I basically I miss. I miss the naivety of youth and I miss the certainty of youth. You know, mm. I just, th- th- things were just more black and white when I was younger. I think, and I think it's just a natural thing. I think it's like some survival technique. You have to, you yeah. have to find your place in the world so you don't have time to <clears throat> be overly analytic, analytical of what you feel and what you think. And, uh, I, I, I miss that. But I also know? think the black and white of when you're young, like when something bad would happen, you'd literally be like, this is the end. And it would be like you got a bad, you know, score on a test or like you're going through a breakup. You're like this. It was so scary. Or when you're older, so many shitty things have happened that like you don't even get affected by it anymore, which is like so powerful because you're like, what is this world going to throw at me that I haven't already seen or feel prepared to handle? So I like that because when I was younger, I was always scared like this is it. This is when I can't get back. This is how it all yeah. ends for me. And it's like it's your friend didn't relevant. text you back. Let's, pretty relevant. Should we get into it? I, I thought I had cancer all morning. But anyway, and, you know, I still do. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's carry on. <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> People are like, oh, I can't wait to listen to Burner Phone to relax for an hour and get away hey, from well, my problems. Hey, what do you want to do, lie? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not not bullshitting anymore. I'm 48. I'm turning 48. I didn't stay in Ireland because it's more convenient to get scans. I stayed in Ireland because the doctor said you got to change your flight because they're worried. I do have to say, babe, since you've been gone, I've had time because it is your birthday coming up. I've had time to prepare for your birthday. My my Scorpio King. Um, No pressure. This could be my last birthday, so no pressure. Oh, my God. Come on. And guys, please don't send me messages feeling bad for me because, like, he does have good assets, so I'll be fine. Yeah. Since you've been gone. Come on. You want to get into it? <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> oh, let's go right into it. Here we go. Hey, Hannah and Des. Love your show. I listen to you every time I'm out for a walk with my baby. It keeps me sane. I'm laughing in the streets, so probably look insane to anyone who sees me. Anyway, what really bothers me about another generation is the way they text. So they either use like way too much capitalization in a sentence, too many periods, like all proper punctuation. I just think, are you mad at me? Or even when they use the thumbs up, I just think that they're like text illiterate, whether it's on Facebook, uh, um, an Instagram comment, texting, like whatever it is, it just like, it doesn't land well. And the generations of the boomers and like my husband who is 40, um, just need to get with it. Um, no offense, Des. You're great. Thank you. <laughs> Did she say, Des, you're great at the end? Yeah, she said, no offense, Des, you're great. This is the thing. It is like a different kind of language of communication. And if you were raised like writing script in Catholic school and suddenly people are texting, it's different. But no one texts more savage than a mom. Like, my mom is the sweetest angel, could not love me or be more caring. But when I text with her, I'll send her a whole message and she'll write K. 
And she doesn't realize that that means I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Where she thinks it's like, I received it, yes. But when you, or you've wrote okay period before. And I'm like, okay, snippy. Oh, oh, oh okay, somebody who doesn't like punctuation. <laughs> no, but <laughs> if you put a period, that is like, you're, you're wanting to fight. Like that's violence. But if you, but if you put it, if you don't put a period, that's uh, not a complete sentence. I will write how I want people to hear it. You know, like I, if I want people to hear me talking fast, I put it no punctuation. If it's a serious, then I put punctuation. If I'm yelling, I do caps. There's a la- there's a way to have nuances of your tone because it's hard to capture tone in text. Yeah, except that there was a whole system that was created long ago, centuries ago. If you wanted to uh, create uh, exclamation, we had an exclamation mark. Uh, If you wanted people to know that the sentence was over, then you had a period. If you wanted to know it was a question, you had a question. You know, and now now we have emojis. There's... There's there's plenty out there to uh, express without uh, you know ripping on proper punctuation. But I also understand that these are you know these are the boomer vibes. But it is literally just like tra- you're 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 saying that the way that people were trained before is is no longer relevant. But it's actually just you guys now have a new way of communicating, which clashes with the old way of communicating. True. Because it, true. I I don't I don't see grammar and punctuation as an attack and it's so funny because you will send me periods sometimes and at first i go and then i go he doesn't know he doesn't know no you you don't use them because you're you're making you're actually making a sentence construction mistake okay if you send me something annoying and i respond okay a y period does that not give you any tone no, I don't punctuation I don't have any emotional connection to punctuation other than what punctuation was intended for. Okay, so I, th- how would you This is the whole thing. This is the whole thing. How would you text and say okay? Uh I wouldn't say okay. I would if I needed to express something, I would express it directly like <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Question mark. W- WTF? question mark <laughs> oh you know god but i i get it i mean it's a silly yeah. it's a silly thing but it, it honestly that is it's one of the great culture it's one of the great generational clashes because obviously when you when you've lived a, a more of your life and don't forget that we're also the generation that uh you know started texting on the original gsm technology phones mm-hmm. so it was like you know ABC. what are those called not tech nine what was it called well, there was. Yeah, the ABCD. There was very. There were all different brands of phones. I don't okay. Know, I, but Nokia was the Dub, most popular one. There was a name for T9. T9 texting is what they called it in America. Oh, right. Yes, T9. yes. So, so you know, the tap to ABC. Tap, Could tap, you tap. go fast? Oh, I, it was incredible. I mean, it, literally, I was like a stenographer in a fucking. <laughs> in a courtroom, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know. Um, Dude, imagine trying to get uh, in a fight with your boyfriend during T9. That was like, you'd burn your thumb off. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I imagine. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> uh, so, 
so obviously, but but honestly, a lot of tech speak comes from that era where suddenly things started getting shortened. Yeah. You know, because people were getting like, carpal tunnel from just trying to explain themselves. Yeah, but that was the beginning of like you know like K for yeah. example. Yeah. You know that was the beginning of WTF. All that's the OMG. OMG comes from yes. T nine. The origin story. What's crazy yeah, now, o- though? OMG, the origin <laughs> story. I don't work in a corporate company, obviously. So when I email people, I'll find myself when I'm emailing like maybe people on like that work with me, I will t- email them with like tech speak. So I'll be like, LOL, that's hilarious. Like I will send that over email or like people do Slack now with like companies where like it's all becoming like text typing unless you have to write like a, an article. Yeah. I mean, language evolved, which I'm totally fine with. But here's the thing that because I don't mind any of the, the modern communicate. Like I, I am not one of these people who complains at all. Like your way of communicating to me in text mm-hmm. doesn't like uh, it, it, it. None of it baffles me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I totally embrace it. However, it, it, it baffles me how much the actual centuries old way of communicating in like complete sentences mm-hmm. uh, can be so misconstrued by the younger generation. It is funny when an older generation... Sincerely, sincerely, your loving husband, Des. I was about to say, when your older generation texts you and then writes, like, grandpa underneath. And it's like, grandpa, I know this is coming from your phone. My grandpa would leave (laughs) me voice messages and be like, hey, this is grandpa calling. (laughs) So it is, you know, that you're outgrowing stuff. I, I, You know, and this is bad to say on a podcast that relies on voice messaging, but Mm -hmm. like... Why are people still leaving voice messages? What? Like, uh, honestly, the only people that are still leaving voice messages are like oh, either doctors or yeah. older people. Voicemails are different than voice memos. So Paige and I send a lot of voice memos. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about leaving a, uh, leaving a voice, a voice mail. Ma- you know. A voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Voicemails are crazy. Call the police. Again, you're choosing violence. And... If you leave me a voicemail, I'll never click like, it. Le- le- leave a message after the tone <laughs> is what is what we used to say. Yeah, uh, and you know. you go, beep. I, I I didn't know that it 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 just became a voicemail. Oh, or maybe it's just in America we call it voicemail. Oh right, okay. Also, it's funny so, how like people, some people can't even like read script. The Gen Zs. Oh, read yeah, cursive. I think you know. I think script is is a New York thing. I think. Really. Yeah, I think that came up when we were chatting with your mother one day. Yeah. I just in case uh, talking cursive, like joined writing. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. like it, people can figure it out. Like no one sees script and is like, "What is that?" You know, different language. It's like you can. It's it's just connected can you, letters. Can you write it? Can you remember? I I've, yeah, I, I can I write. I can write, but I don't write fast, and I get pretty sloppy. You know, because I you know, over here I was helping out my friend and his kids, and. Uh, it's funny, like I was, I was seeing uh, his daughter's homework, and she was doing some like practicing stuff, and I was just like, "Wow, all those wasted years of fucking, you know, learning how to write like loopy f's and fucking odd g's." Oh my g's. god! And then what a waste. Yeah, and then also like even getting your obviously you have to know how to spell, but how nowadays it's like everything is autocorrected, everything, Grammarly is the thing invented that just checks all your grammar all the time. It's you don't even know how to write. 
ever. I know. It'll be interesting if AI will bring grammar back because there's, there's been a shift away from grammar. What's next? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. I was, I was sticking up for punctuation there. You I don't were. really care, but I do enjoy it. <laughs> we just like taking hot takes. Hey, 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 there's nothing to say on this one. Can I just drop this on you really quick because I've yeah. been dying to play it. Yeah. I'm going to die to play it for you. <laughs> What bothers me about some older generations is that they would always tell us, oh, you have to treat your elders with respect. Not everyone deserves respect. My grandma Betty is a cunt. <laughs> it's, 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 it just made me laugh really hard. I had to share it. Dude, the I little dialers are so fucking <laughs> funny. They deliver every time. I don't know what this podcast thinks about C-bombs. No, this the dialers love a C-bomb. Um, shout out to Betty, you know, putting the the cunt in grandma. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me, like, let's, uh, it's not all going to be Gen Z's going at the boomers, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I, I think this one, I think this one's going to resonate a lot with your younger listeners. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Duds. I would say my biggest gripe with the older generations at the current moment is that they think that just because we're younger than them that we're tech support. Do I look like Steve Jobs? I did not invent it. Why are you asking me? Like, I don't know how to do it either, honey. Don't put it across my desk. Don't waste my time. That is so funny. I mean, that, that that's a quick one. That came in a lot. You are a tech support. Yeah, there, there was a lot of people like, you know, wh- why are you calling me about your passwords? Like, I didn't create your passwords. My Nana um, is so funny because she needs us to visit her to like, just, you know, literally be tech support. She's like, I broke my computer. My phone, the storage isn't working. I, I lost something in my camera <laughs> and I can't get into my email. <laughs> and I'm like, I was just here two days ago. What possibly happened? But I also have empathy, you know, I have empathy for that generation. No, totally. I mean, it's it's kind of like one of those like, you know, this is like one of those complaints that's like not really a complaint. Yeah, my, my thing was like, I, I think my mother had like my email as like her recovery email, oh. you know, mm-hmm. and uh Every now and then, suddenly, I'd get like six, seven emails. Like my mother constantly, like fucking, she'd obviously reset her password by accident. <laughs> she was in a total jam, you know. And then I'd call. I'd be like, Ma. She'd be like, Oh, Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> and and her thing, her thing was, uh, you know, she was obsessed with Amazon in her later years, mm. and the Same. printer, the printer was always fucking breaking on her. And she would call me in like the greatest panic because she couldn't print her return labels. I think she enjoyed returning as much as actually getting. She was big on the returning. Uh, and then she'd be like, Desmond, I don't know how to work the printer. It's like, and that's it. like, I'm even less tech support. Like, what? I, I'm not like a, I don't work for Xerox. Well, it gets to a point, once you talk about printers, that's over Gen Z millennials heads. We don't deal with anything with paper. You got to talk to my dad. My dad can work a printer. Yeah, but 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 printers are still way more relevant than uh, I was expecting them to be at this juncture they in our lives. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. It's because of the return labels. It's yeah. literally because of the return labels. And you know why they keep it? I think because deep down these companies don't want you to be able to return it, so they make it complicated, like voting registration. I know, but here's the question, though. Like in seriousness, how else are they going to print these QR? Like how else are you going to get the QR code on your? on your box 
How are you going to get the QR code on there? There definitely is a way to do it without paper. Um, is is there? Or maybe you write something. I don't know. I'm not a woman in STEM. <laughs> I thought that was your whole brand, that you're a woman in STEM. Yeah, I, we, we say we're women in STEM, but not real STEM. Let's go for something critical down. We haven't gone down yet. Mm -hmm. Let's go for something critical from the older to the younger. Ooh. Hi, Hannah and Des. Taylor here. I am a giggler, dialer, summer houser, deviler, all of the above. Love you guys. Love the pod. So I fall in between being a Gen Z and a millennial. And something that really bothers me about Gen Z is the need to rebrand everything. Like, why are we getting blueberry cupcake nails when you're really just getting a baby blue? Why are we saying strawberry makeup when you've just done a lot of blush and a pink lip? You know, why are we being confusing? Let's just call it what it is. I don't have time to learn all of the new lingo and stuff when I'm just trying to go get my nails done or, you know, pick a new makeup trend. So that's definitely something that bothers me about Gen Z. And I feel like, a lot of people will agree. It's just confusing for absolutely no reason. So thanks, guys. Let me know what you think. I love that, babe. I do have to say it's giving Starbucks being like, it's called grande. And you're like, I want a medium. And they're like, do you want a grande? And you're like, you made this up for marketing purposes. I'm not an idiot. I just want medium. Okay? Yes. I. I, I you're really taking me back to... Uh how controversial the grande thing was back in the venting. <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, people would go up and just be like, give me a medium. And they're like, say grande, bitch. And they're like, no. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm spelling her name wrong. A, a, a tall was the... Tall was actually the small one, right? Yeah, my anyway. yeah, that's the thing. I get confused. So I'll panic. Like every now and then I'll, I'll panic at Starbucks and I'll be like, Venti. And then they'll give me like the biggest one. And I'm like, oh, I thought the tall was the big one. Fuck! And you're also grumpy because you haven't had your coffee. So it's honestly, it's the patriarchy. You know, you know, it, I mean, it's definitely not the patriarchy. <laughs> uh, it, it, the, but, it, you know. It's my enemies trying to get me. Every older generation ends up out of touch with the current lingo the current lingo changes faster than it used to mm -hmm. but i remember being like very young and like thinking it was ridiculous that my dad didn't know certain words i can't like off the top of my head i can't remember but just like you know and th that's that's part of what's being young though part of what being young is like feeling a sense of like this is our thing you know? Yeah, but she's also speaking about this thing that they're doing specifically with like makeup and nails and stuff. Instead of being like, you know, white nails, they're like glazed pearl, like donut nails or like, yeah, strawberry makeup. Like, so they're doing these branding things. And I think it's TikTok and all the beauty and stuff. Yeah, it's funny how it, how these words become so solid straight away. However, in terms of like ridiculous color, you know, like names for colors, I mean, has anyone ever painted their house? Has anyone ever gone oh. and like looked at like the, the paint color chart? There's some pretty fucking ridiculous names on some of those colors. Yeah. Like this is this is beige, bro. This yeah, is fucking a beige. Straight man definitely did not come <laughs> up with the colors for that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, with marketing to get people to buy more stuff, it's like 
the same lipstick color or slightly different shades will have all these different names. And you're like, well, I have to get the raspberry and the raspberry plum and the dark raspberry plum pink. And it's like, they're all very similar. Then mauve, that's all the same thing or very nuancedly different. So look, capitalism wins again. It's capitalism winning again. I'm actually trying to consume less because I find this like excitement when I'm like, ooh, I'm going to buy this new exciting thing. And then when you, actually have it you feel a weight on you because it's just like i don't need this so anyway, i'm working on that that's my own inner turmoil. hey uh i have to out myself here Uh-oh. as being out of t- as being out of touch i've i've accepted the way the gen z's use chill now they're, they're very fond of the word chill but in a sort of a, a gen z way so so i'm 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 fine with that you know that's chill as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. but I have not 100% got my head around mid. Yeah, I feel like mid, like my friends don't say mid. It's more like an online thing. But mid is like the worst thing you could say to someone. Yeah. So where did that come from? It's basically like if a guy goes to your page and calls you ugly, you're like, okay, you're a fucking hater. But if he's like, yeah, she's mid, it means like she's just like so average and like not interesting to look at kind of thing like it's just blah like it's forgettable which is like harder than if someone's like you're mad ugly because <laughs> if someone calls you ugly you're like you're not my type but if someone calls you mid you're it just means like i wouldn't even see you in a crowd our our, our, our gen z correspondent Wait, just walked in does she want to without w- without 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 knowing what we're talking about bella uh, d- d- define define mid. Oh, mid is like when something's like meh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't 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 come at with. I need confidence on this. You're a Gen Z correspondent. <laughs> yeah, if something's mid, it's like it's not that great. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But like, even the way she said it, Thank like, you. if so, if she called me that, the way she said it, I would not leave the house for two weeks. She was Bella, like, that was not so that, that was so that was so chill, Bella. That was so chill. <laughs> Thank you. It just just happened to come in. We, we, the episode is about uh, generational. Uh, it's different generations attacking different generations. But uh, anyway, I'm going back to focusing on that's Bella, everybody. The, the, Shout the out star to Bella. Of my, yeah, she's the star of some of my routines. If you're paying attention. Yes. So are are, are we done with that one? Yes, and I do love that Bella is like a real inspiration for your experience dealing with Gen Zs in Ireland. Um, <laughs> like it's a sitcom waiting to happen. Does and oh, and by the way, to the gigglers that listen, uh, Bella is not from my second family, even though in actual <laughs> fact she is from my second family <laughs> because she's one of the Gibneys. You know, they're all, they're my cousins who are literally my Irish family. Okay, you're becoming very th- defensive right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're over explaining uh, and now people are really questioning what's happening. Okay. Can we, uh, I, I, I'm going back to somebody ripping on a boomer here. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Hi, Hannah and Dev. Um, I love the pod. I actually was just doom scrolling on Hannah's TikTok. Um, I was there for a while, but anyway, (laughs) something that bothers me about a different generation is definitely the boomers in regard to social media and how they handle themselves. Um, I love my parents. You know, they're great. But my mom definitely treats her Facebook like a diary. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is private. 
Um, but along with that, also, everything on Facebook is true. Um, the world is ending if Facebook says it's ending, and there's no convincing her otherwise. Um, yeah, so it's definitely something that bugs me about them. But anyway, well, love you guys. Thank you for doom scrolling my TikTok. It's an honor, a true honor. I do have to say, it could be confusing if you're, you know, things that were in books were supposed to be true, and then it's like things on the internet are still written out so people assume it's true and then you don't know what to decipher and then even the actual news media has a lot of biases honestly all the media does except for burner phone this is the only place where you get real news um but facebook is so mid facebook is so mid facebook is crazy because yet you only see the people you follow. So if all your mom's friends have like the same opinions on stuff, she literally thinks the world thinks that way. Like they don't even have an explore page like TikTok or Instagram. I mean, they you you're you really haven't been on Facebook lately. No, Facebook I haven't. <laughs> Facebook has as is pretty algorithmic these days too, just so um, you know. But but there is still a little bit more of that sense of you're getting stuff from like your your friends, uh, yeah, your friends. Uh, but but what I, I I like about this is that that's almost like that old school. Like a lot of like older people on Facebook haven't really like let go of that like daily uh, what they're eating. Yeah yeah yeah. Because that used that was like the joke right back in the day. It's like I don't need to know what you're eating right now, you yeah. know. Uh, but actually, they they still kind of held on to that. But they also, what I've noticed a lot in the like older people I follow on Facebook is there's still a lot of like I'm not naming any names, <laughs> but somebody has been leaving their garbage out a, a day earlier than you're supposed to put the garbage out. And it's unsightly. The name rhymes with Kemily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love the passive aggressive Facebook post. <laughs> Don't you hate it when your neighbor does this? I also think I'm not talking about <laughs> any specific teacher, but I think, yeah, my my son could could never be the problem in this situation. It must be the teacher. The, oh my gosh and then they all rally around everyone agrees yeah. even though they only saw a paragraph of made up stuff i do think the funniest part about moms on facebook is that you'll go to like a family party and every time without question she will pick out not my mom but in general the ugliest photo of you and post it <laughs> all over your page and her page. So, like, if you're, like, meet someone new and you want to see what they look like in real life, find their mom's Facebook and you will see, like, rock bottom, like, their worst. And that's reality. There's no face tuning. There's no good lighting. You're probably going to have just woken up and she's going to think that's what she posts for all of her friends. So that's, a, like, an attack. That's violence. It's straight violence. It's straight Facebook violence. is chaos, by the way. I just want to throw that down. Facebook is chaos. I, I still use Facebook, but like, it it just never got organized. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's 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 a messy room. Facebook. I do also think some people, you'll meet adults, and then there's always like that one adult that you're like, Uncle Mark is fucking wild on oh. Facebook. Like, and you wouldn't know it, but it's funny because 
when social media became a thing, I remember if you start dating someone, you like have to see their profile to see like what their online vibe is. Like I remember I met someone once and he didn't have any and I was like, I don't know how to judge him. Like I don't know how to like, does he do selfies? Does he not do selfies? What kind of tweets does he do? Like if you don't have an online presence, it's like you don't know what that, who that person really is. But then some people are not like their online presences at all. Like they're super chill in person. It's like, what is the real person? Is that your alter ego? Is that just someone you're, something you're having fun with that I shouldn't judge? <laughs> yeah. You just, you suddenly find out some people you never thought love guns. You know? <laughs> uh, but like sometimes my mother would post shit. I'd be like, ma, that's like, that's like a crazy, you know, like, alt-right thing you post like oh i didn't know i just thought like she wouldn't even realize (laughs) what she was posting so obviously i never met your mom however you've shown me some old posts and your mom loved a good meme your mom posted some hilarious memes like till the day she died uh, are you you starting to do me a mama right now you're you're literally doing me a mama i'm acknowledging a fact babe I'm acknowledging no. a fact. <laughs> me and mom's his yeah, show my- about his mom who passed away, who wishes she met me because we would have loved each other. But my, so <laughs> my mother, she had this friend who was actually a fan of mine, this Irish fan of mine who like connected with my mom and they stayed friends for like decade, you know, like a decade and a half. And she would always repost this, uh, <laughs> this woman's memes. Some of the memes were like really inappropriate, but <laughs> the best dirty, the, the best, uh, meme that my mother posted of all those memes so literally like two and a half weeks before she died when everybody you know she was in the hospital and everybody knew that she was probably dying uh, but she hadn't accepted that she was dying she was still posting on Facebook right and when obviously everybody was on Facebook waiting to find out like how she was doing she posted a meme one of these memes that says like which song suits your life and she picked staying alive by the Bee Gees <laughs> which i thought was pretty that's high hilarious that's pretty high hey, brow what was pretty what was kind of funnier about that was that i didn't see it till after she died i was just going on her facebook and like there was like a lot of funny there was a lot of funny lot shit of on her face funny stuff yeah because there was there was another one like uh eye of the tiger by survivor <laughs> that was another like music joke she made Look, but uh we know where anyway. you got your sense of humor from well yeah we got, i got it from both of them so anyway <laughs> it's a lot of death and cancer sort of like you just an undercurrent we're of, ruining of, people's week right now <laughs> yeah there's an undercurrent of tragedy on today's episode <laughs> like so, life is um, about perspective maybe we'll bring some perspective to someone having a kind of off day i don't know if i ever told you guys about how i had shapewear under my wedding dress and on my wedding day, it ripped. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I just realized all shapewear is not created equal. But this year, I'm thankful for Honey Love because there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear. They've really revolutionized the bra and shapewear game. They have compression technology so you don't have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. I'm actually not a big fan of shapewear a lot of the time I just feel like a sausage and I need to be comfortable or I like can't focus <laughs> but when I discovered honey love they have pieces that are perfect for feeling comfortable and confident they have bras that are designed with back smoothing fabric to prevent bulges and they have a v-neck bra for a smooth fit under clothing like a t-shirt bra that's super comfortable and I really love their best-selling superpower short it's the go-to it has compression technology 
that gives you support where you need, but you don't feel like you're wearing this huge freaking corset and like full body sleeve. <laughs> I love just this cute short and I don't like wearing thongs. So it like, it's smooth. It's nice. And that's all I wear underneath like my dress or if I'm wearing a certain type of pant. Ladies, give the gift of comfort this holiday season, whether you're attending a wedding, hosting a big Thanksgiving dinner, or just seeking that everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. So treat yourself to the best bra and shape bra on the market and get 50% off site-wide at honeylove.com slash B-E-R-N, honeylove.com slash burn. This month only, inventory is limited and the sale ends soon. So please don't miss the best deal of the year. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good. Thanks to Honey Love. Okay, Des is super hard to buy for for the holidays, but one thing he always needs is a good t-shirt, jean, or sweater. And I feel like guys don't shop enough for themselves. So like <laughs> Paige and I always joke that we're going to style our men and you do it subtly. You make it like it was their idea and you just give them a couple gifts. Next thing you know, they have a whole new wardrobe and they're crushing the style game. The holidays are here and that means it's time to start shopping for the men in your life. And There's no better place to look than true classic. They have ultra comfortable, perfect fitting essentials made for the perfect gift for your significant other, friend, brother or dad, cousin and Secret Santa. It's really like you can't miss with these amazing t-shirts and sweaters. And right now, for a limited time this November, they're giving listeners a special Black Friday deal all month long. 60% off site-wide. That's good. 60% off site-wide at trueclassictees.com slash burn. B-E-R-N. My dad loves to wear um, t-shirts that he's had for 72 years so I also like to just get him new shirts that don't have holes in them don't have stains with them and then they have their comfort jeans that fit in all the right places because I feel like guys will have the same jeans for literally ever and they never wash them they also have a winter product that feels like a cashmere sweater. I bought a two-pack so I could steal one for myself because I like a you know nice baggy comfy sweater and I got one for Des. So with True Classic, he'll look and feel his best all damn day. And they also have a 100% perfect fit guarantee and easy returns, which is great. The men in your life need this. So if you're ready to do them a favor and upgrade his closet, shop now with my exclusive link at trueclassictees.com slash burn. That's trueclassictees.com slash B-E-R-N. Save up to 60% off site-wide during their November holiday sale. This year, I'm thankful for True Classic. Um, to be honest, there, there was ones going at the, at the Gen Z's, but I personally, I'm enjoying, uh, going after the older people more, but I, <laughs> let me, let me, uh, let me play this one. Cause somebody messaged you about this. So you're expecting it. Hold on. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Des. Uh, one thing I don't understand about older generations is their obsession with raking leaves. I'm out in my front yard and my next door neighbor is telling me that the leaves in my yard are making a mess. My yard is not a mess. Leaves from the tree fell to the ground the way Mother Nature intended. You don't have to pick them up. They're inherently biodegradable. Just free yourself, Diane. Just leave them there. <laughs> okay, Diane's got called out. Betty's getting called out. Names are yeah. being thrown on burner phone today. These boomer, these boomer names are getting thrown out. Yeah. Yeah. Diane, ooh, that's that's like another version of Karen. Diane and Karen are the same person. I do think, like trees, obviously, are the reason we're all alive. Oxygen. Diane is a Democrat. 
<laughs> Diane is a Diane is a Karen as a Democrat. That's very Ka- no. Funny. Yeah, Ka- Karen is a Republican. <laughs> yeah, Karen's for sure. I do. Th- <laughs> I do think that obviously we should have trees. But if I knew that I had to clean up after my tree multiple times a year, absolutely not. No, I don't need oxygen. Too much admin. I don't want the tree. But it's true. I remember when we were younger. Like it's so beautiful. The leaves fall, and like we had to rake them, and then my brother and i would just jump in the piles of leaves and my parents would laugh and it was so much fun but it was like yeah why are we taking care of like it's like i don't know i mean clearly i'm just a city kid that doesn't know what she's talking about just wait for a windy day that's what (laughs) i say just one brisk just one one brisk um breeze yeah because like the blowers come, you know, some, the gardening company comes and yeah. they just blow the leaves onto the street. Also, I mean, they leaves are, are beautiful, but like, I would like to get in the point in my life that I care about like how my lawn looks like that sounds peaceful and like nice to be like, oh, the lawn looks so nice. Also, sometimes the leaves are pretty, you know, they're hey, you orange know what? I, I, and yellow. I, I'm curious actually, keep, keep chatting, but I, I'm going to Google, is it, should we, should you rake leaves? I bet you there's like some safety thing that we're missing. I don't want to get the oh. message being like, did you know that the, the number one cause of bicycle slips is wet leaves? That, or it could be a fire hazard. Oh, well, we used to light them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. When we were kids, like, we would love just setting fire to, like, a load of dead leaves. Oh, but Jesus. I'm not, I'm not advocating for this behavior. I'm just saying it happened. Although people often rake and bag leaves to prevent their lawns from being smothered and to make their yards look better, in most cases, you're fine not moving them. In fact, many environmental experts say raking leaves and removing them from your property is not only bad for your lawn, but for the environment as well. Oh. So there you go. Oh. Surprise. So next surprise, time you surprise. have to do a chore, you go, actually, it's bad for the environment, mom, Diana. Yeah. I actually, another, an- surprise, surprise, the boomers fucking up the environment again. <laughs> Look at you <laughs> turning on the boomers. I know. Well, what can I say? The boomers are my, like, the boomers are my older generation. Yeah. And and, and, and what's doubly annoying is that we, the Gen Xs, the forgotten generation, in my opinion, mm-hmm. get thrown in with the boomers. How would you stereotype Gen Xs? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, they, they, we, you know what it is? We, um, the, I, I just, I feel like there's not a lot of stereotypes about Gen X. I mean, I see these TikToks coming up. You know what, why? It sounds like you're the mid generation. No, we're we're the fucking generation that just got on with it. <laughs> we didn't have time to to establish who our identity because we were just too busy getting on with it. We were the first generation that went to therapy. Oh um, shit. <laughs> uh we were the Oprah gener you know, we, we, we came we, we got old with Oprah. You know? We yeah. got old we were the first generation that was told we need to talk about our feelings. Wow. Oh, this is a personal one of mine, which I, which I, which I like. Hi, Hannah and Des. Um, I am an OG little devil and giggler and all the things. Um, I'm also a girl that dates a guy 20 years older than me. So 
um, shout out to girls with zaddies. So I feel like I know how to address this topic. Um, the thing that bothers me about the older generation is how they scream into their cell phones. Like the person on the other line is a thousand yards away. It's like they got used to those weird brick phones and like the car phones that were hooked up to the literal car. And they still think that they're talking on those like archaic cell phones. Um, it like bursts my eardrums. I don't understand why they need to yell. Like the person can hear you. You can probably whisper and the person can still hear you. Like I don't need my brain to shake. (laughs) Okay. This is, this is so funny because also when you're yelling, I actually can't hear you. Like you're blowing out the phone. My dad, shout out dad, does this like he's yelling into the phone and i always have to be like they can fucking hear you and so can everyone in a mile vicinity of you right now and it just like they can't comprehend that the technology can actually peacefully send it i mean i would say that this isn't really generational it's just it's probably more prevalent in the older generation Mm -hmm. but i would i would like to throw down a cultural difference this is a bigger problem in America. Americans talk louder on their phones. And mm-hmm. I really noticed this in the Delta Sky Lounge. Uh, there's, there's a serious problem with businessmen in particular, but let's just say business people, where they think that the whole lounge wants to hear their stupid business phone call. Especially, I don't know if you've ever seen this, where these guys with their fucking airpods in mm-hmm. are pacing yep. in the fucking lounge talking about their their work it's actually such a weird power move because that's happened to me multiple times even like you get on the plane and the guy like has his laptop out and he's yelling and like i guess he's what he's doing is important and he believes is more important than like what everyone's doing around him. So many times I've had to leave parts of the terminal because some guys yell and they're always yelling the same thing. They're just like, yeah, we have to hit our numbers by next quarter. Okay. And if that team doesn't talk to that team, we're not going to have the sufficient funds. Like it's the same conversation every time. I always have to, if I'm on a plane and the person next to me has the computer out, the laptop out, uh, I have to like, look at the like pie charts and weird shit that they have on their computer yeah are you like that i i will look at like what they're writing on their email the funny thing is actually kelsey cook had a funny joke about how she was on a plane and she pulled out her a notepad and she started writing something and the older man next to her was like oh my gosh it's so nice that your generation still uses a pad to write and she was like thank you and then she was like, I was writing a new joke. I was thinking about, about how guys can come on your face. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will write jokes on planes sometimes. And I get so nervous people are looking over my shoulder because I'm writing the stupidest shit. Like, people be like, what does this girl do for a living? Why is she writing about, like, bad blowjobs? <laughs> also, when yeah. I was little... I remember I would buy Cosmopolitan magazine. It was it was just like Seventeen magazine, except Cosmo had the stuff about like blowjobs and sex and yes. how to make a guy like you and like sex toy stuff. So I would get Cosmo magazine, and then I would like find the page of like the the naughty stuff or like girls telling stories about like their first time, 
and I would like secretly read it. And if someone walked by, I would like change to another page. <laughs> so that's how I became a woman. Nice. Um, how did we get here? I don't know. That was that was your sneaky. <laughs> I I used to I used to like if I was staying in somebody's house, I would look in the books and sometimes like they would have a few like, you know like trashy romance novels like Mills and Boons. We always say over here. You were I, I mentioned it before. You weren't familiar with it, but you know like trashy shitty romance novels. And uh, I would like go through the pages trying to find like the sex scene. You know, <laughs> it's very exciting before before iPhones obviously. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was. Oh, sorry, I accidentally turned on the TV. Oh, God, that's so annoying right now. Wait, babe, I have a question. Yes. So, when you were doing these books, would you go straight to the cum scene, or would you do the lead-up part? <laughs> it's not exactly a cum <laughs> scene. We're talking like, we're talking like low-level erotica here. We're talking like, you know, she could, she could, she could feel uh, his arousal rising be- beneath her. <laughs> You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't like full on porn. Yeah, like, or like she had. You know, like 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 Danielle Steele novels. You know, like th- they would. Babe, I don't like know a, how to read. So like a didn't... hot. They would always be like like a like a. A hot busty brunette a, walked into the bar. Yeah, but like on the front cover, there would always be like a man and a woman like embraced, and it would be like a you know like a hot illustration. Oh, you know, almost like like the boomer version of mag magma, magma. Oh, um. what's the manga manga cartoons? Um. Anyway, let's uh, hustler. No, not like hustler. <laughs> um. All right. This this I don't know if this is a real thing. I'm curious. I'm gonna look it up as. But first, we're gonna listen. Let me know if you think this is real. Time blindness. Have you fucking heard about this? Did you know that this is a term that children nowadays think is a thing because they made it up to act like. I don't know. It's okay to not care about time or appointments or, oh, I'm such a little snowflake that other people who can't be punctual, because that's what it's fucking called, get a goddamn clock. No, no, no. I have time blindness and you need to accept this about me because everything that I come up with to complain about, I will just make it seem like it's a new thing that you have to deal with because that's what these fucking kids do know, right? Time blindness. Ask someone the time at the mall. Go back 20 years when you don't have a fucking cell phone. Then we can call this time blindness because blindness of the time. There was nowhere to find the time. You got a cell phone. Fucking figure it out, bitch. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) But again, that goes back to, like, the marketing of things. Like, if you market it as some kind of, like, disability when it's literally you didn't give a fuck about the meeting coming up. These kids don't even have meetings. You didn't give a fuck about going to school on time. It's called being bad with time. Yeah, I, 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 I'd never heard of it, I, you know, so I don't know. Is it actually a thing? Time blindness. I mean, look, we all have friends that are always late and you, you tell them everything is 20 minutes earlier, you know? You're yeah, Googling I mean, it. Time yeah, blindness. In Ireland, they have like a natural time blindness because they like, I've been showing up to, I, I got out of the habit. I've been showing up to everything on time since I've been back here. And everyone's always like, ah, yeah, you know, but like it was like Irish time. Time blindness is 
Oh, yeah. The inability to sense when time has passed and estimate the time needed to get something done. It's not an official diagnosis, but it can significantly affect how you plan and carry out your daily activities. I mean, I feel like I suffer from this all the time, but that's just normal to like you could scroll TikTok and it feels like five minutes, but it's been five hours. And then sometimes you're like, oh, I definitely want to get this work done. And then you start it and you realize, oh, no, this is going to take much longer than expected. This is just being human. We don't have like an internal clock. This says that some individuals with uh, ADHD yeah. lack lack this natural timekeeping sense. I also so I do think I have ADHD, so I do understand it. Wait, yeah, I'm gonna start so the, using the, this. Thank you. The one the one part of uh, of this that I think is 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 genuine is that uh, some people have a better sense of like an internal clock. Yeah. Uh, uh, than I mean, than my my dad. Do you know that he never sets alarms? Like he will have a flight that is to get up at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. And his body will just wake up at that time. Is that not insane? I mean, if I have to wake up, I mean, it's crazy. Like he that, that. won't set an alarm. And it's not like, oh, he always wakes up at 6 a.m. So it's fine. He'll if, if he says to himself, I need to wake up at, you know, 530 a.m. He'll wake up on the dot at 530. That's weird. That is weird. No, I have to say that if I need to wake up at any time after 8 o'clock, I do not need to set an alarm. True. I do feel this way, but with directions. Like, I'm directionally blind. Like, I don't have an internal map where, like, if you put me somewhere, like, I'll just, I never know where I am. I don't have a map in my head. Time, I think, it. yeah, I do think this is a symptom of ADHD, but I also think, like, it's easily can be dealt with. But I would also think that... Like a lot of modern day conditions, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of people that say that they're suffering from some sort of time blindness uh, would far outweigh the people that actually have time blindness. I mean, we called this time management skill in college. It was like you have to work in your time management. You have, you know, you have tennis, then you have to study, and then if you want to party or you have to meet up with friends, have you managed your time wisely? So it was like a skill that you had to work on: time management. Yeah, and I, that that part of it I understand. Like some people are better at, at managing their time uh, than others. Uh, but what I would say is that time blindness, in terms of like showing up late, is not an excuse. Because if you're if you if you're the of the awareness to know that you're time blind, right, yes, then it's up to you to manage uh, your time blindness. In, include safety nets like setting alarms on your phone, yeah. and just making sure that you don't get lost uh, because of uh, your your. Uh, less awareness of time passing than others and there will be certain careers that will not be good for you like you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur where you manage your own time you should have a job that like it's like a nine to five or like you know what you have to do during these time periods and it's pretty routine oriented but yeah well if you've problem with time definitely have routines you know if i have to, it takes me an hour to get ready i always have to get ready an hour beforehand like don't leave stuff up to how you feel yeah, although I do enjoy a good procrastination on leaving and then stressing out of my mind when I'm driving to a place and Look, Waze is telling me I'm going to be five minutes late. We love that. And I perform my best under pressure. So I will wait till the last moment to do things because I will do it so quickly and well under pressure as opposed to just fucking around for eight days. All right, let's go. I want Let's go for another one. Uh, somebody have, I have time for two more. Here we go. 
I don't understand why my Gen Z little sister will never text or call me back, but she will randomly Snapchat me random pictures of her face or her hand or something that she's looking at in front of her multiple times a day or throughout the week. I really, I really don't understand it. How it makes sense. That is so funny. I do think this, I could be wrong, but you're probably in her Snapchat friends. So she's Snapchatting all day and then sending it out to all her friends and seeing who responds. Um, but this is definitely like Paige and I will have work stuff. Like I'll text her like, Hey, can you send me this thing for work? And she won't respond, but then we'll be DMing memes to each other. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's two separate people. Like, page at work versus page sent like she sends me a tiktok and i'm like yay but like she literally should be writing something so <laughs> i do understand that um but also just because someone always has your phone doesn't mean you always have to be available but it is annoying if like you see the person you're trying to contact and they're just posting on instagram you know yeah but i i the, the snapchat culture was kind of weird because it was almost like you had to communicate visually like, I, I feel like that's oh part God. of the Snapchat thing. See, you know? I was a weird year with Snapchat where Snapchat was like, I had graduated already. So, like, I wasn't one of the young kids, like, sending tons of, like, nudes. But that's all they used it for when I was on it. And then I yeah, got Yeah, originally that, yeah. So, like, I know the kid, like, I, I was with my cousin who's 20, no, she's 19. And she was Snapchatting in the car and I was like. I'm missing out, but no. How many like dog mouth lick filters do I need in my life? So I have a few uh, observations. Uh, one generational difference for sure is like, cause you send me like a lot of memes and videos mm -hmm. and like in your mind, that's communicating. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, 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 for some reason, I still have that sort of boxed off as like separate to communication. So yeah like, i have friendships where all we do is send in me send memes and i feel so close to them because it's me being like i saw this on the internet and i thought of you because of whatever like i like to send memes based on like really specific inside jokes and i have a yes. different thing for everyone so for us i send you pitbulls i send you chiropractor i send you stuff about our relationship so it's like very niche to you and it's a love letter to you Right, and I send you cat ones to try to pretend that I, I, you know, I've like embraced cats to make you, you know. Do you know what? There was something that I actually disagree with online, but they were saying girls are better at seeing something and sending it to someone because they know that it'll make them laugh, where men are more likely to send someone something because it makes themselves laugh. Interesting. Which I don't, I don't fully agree with. I think it yeah, depends on the person. Agree. I think that we probably have a similar hit rate in terms of sending things to each other. Well, I, you've, de there's definitely times that I send you things that are like a little bit funny to me because of things, and you're like, you should send that to Paige, and I'm like, you're right. <laughs> oh God. But I do. Okay. Also, do you remember I used to send you gifs or gifs, and you started over text but then i heard recently that it's chuggy to send gifts but i still send me a good gif i guess i guess it's 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 dated now did you send me a gif or a gif about gigi hadid did i no 
something. <laughs> I, I just, I was just, I was thinking about Gigi Hadid because of a. So okay, so I have a couple more thoughts on this. Uh, this is actually about. I I think phone conversations need to make a comeback. You know, there's this kind of like there's a stigma now that as like actually calling somebody is like too intimate or something. Like, call, we need to make a comeback on phone calls. Wouldn't you agree? Well, Des and I nonstop phone call and Paige and I nonstop FaceTime. So I'm actually like not that big of a texter because I want people, I'm, you know, I'm a performer. I want to give the gossip. I want to express it. I want to have a lead up to the story that doesn't have the same effect over text. And I want your reaction. I want to hear you go, oh, or I, I, I love connecting over, you know, this is what we love to do. We like to talk shit. No, I know, but people, they, they, like, a lot of people text, and it's like, just let's just call. I think calling really does make you feel so much more connected to humanity. I had a, and then uh, my final thought is, I had a, I had a very uh, funny, uh, like, modern technology moment where I, you know, in Ireland especially, they're always call on WhatsApp, you know, so obviously these days most people are using like the internet to make phone calls, right? WhatsApp or, you know, a FaceTime. Uh, but I had a bad connection. So I called somebody like on just like their regular phone number. And I was like, oh, I'm calling you the old way. <laughs> I was like, how does, how is using a cell phone to call somebody's cell phone now like the old way? How the so fuck funny. did that happen? I have to <laughs> tell people how that reminds me of like my papa. My papa doesn't have a cell phone. Just my Nana has a phone. And my Nana was sick and my papa was handling her phone and my mom texted the phone and said, Papa, do you know how to text? And he responded and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was actually, so my cute. dad. My dad died never having had a cell phone, actually. Oh, my grandpa. 2011. My grandpa really did not want a cell phone. Like he really never got into all the technology. And I, I respect him for it. He's like, I'm not going to change for nobody. All right, let's go. Uh, we're going to do two quick ones, okay? And then we're out. All right, here we go. Here comes one. Hi, Anna and Des. The thing that bothers me most about a generation would be baby boomers giving advice on how to buy a house in today's market. When they bought theirs for three cornflakes back in the day when they would walk uphill both ways to school. And now we're trying to buy the same shack <laughs> for $800,000. In what mindset does that make sense? I just honestly, I just like the cornflakes line. I think it's so funny, but also like when you look at the price of houses back then, you get so mad at the older generations. You're like, why couldn't you buy a building in Tribeca for $4? <laughs> you, <laughs> I, think that all, I think that all the time. I remember there was this Greek, there was this Greek American comic that was performing actually in Melbourne, Australia, which also has a lot of Greeks. And he was talking to a joke. He's like, "You come to Melbourne, you meet up with your cousin from Greece, and he takes you around Melbourne to show you all the houses he could have bought for a lot cheaper <laughs> 20 years ago," <laughs> uh, oh, which God. is true. But anyway, listen, I, of course, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of animosity between the Gen Zs and the Boomers over house prices. I mean, I don't know the actual. You know, when you when you factor in inflation and the int what interest rates used to be back in the day, I don't know what the discrepancy is, but I know it's still a huge discrepancy. But like the the actual number versus what they bought it for is outlandish. Yeah. But I think even when you factor in inflation and interest rates, I still think that uh, I, I still think that housing is 
un- exceptionally unaffordable com- in, in comparison. Well, definitely terms. New York. Definitely New York City. Yeah, they used to buy stuff with beans. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I, I I thought I was going to do two quick ones, but I realized I did. We did the boomer texting already. So I mean, that's really that's really it. I think. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously we got thousands, but what a journey that was incredible. Do you want to add any fun ones for the end? Oh, oh here, okay. Here's a fun. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to add one, but here's one for me and you, right? This, I, I, I thought this was fun. Hi, Hannah and Des. I love the podcast and I got to see you at the call her daddy show in Boston this week. And it like made my life complete. So thanks for that. Um, what bothers me most about another generation as a Gen Z girly is specifically amongst baby boomers, how they refuse to download TikTok and then they watch quote unquote TikTok on reels and think that's (laughs) the same thing. Like my dad is always like, I saw this TikTok, but no, he didn't. He saw a reels and he saw it super late. Okay, thank you for coming to Boston, girly. <laughs> you saw me do the worm, which everyone was hitting me up being like, the real little dialers know that I said I love doing the worm, and they were not surprised. <laughs> and then on, exactly. Gig- then on Giggly Squad, I talked about hip-hop yoga, how I started doing it, so everyone was commenting, oh, she's doing her hip-hop yoga. <laughs> but um, this is the thing. I always say, like, people who are on Instagram reels think that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are still together. Like it's crazy. And they like to be (laughs) like, Oh, I don't, I'm not going to look at TikTok, but it's like, you're just consuming worse content. Why don't you consume better content with a better algorithm? And they'll be like, Oh, I don't want to waste time on TikTok. And I'm like, Oh, so you're not wasting time on Instagram. I'm just trying to give you a better quality experience. Yeah. I, 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 Nice observation. I appreciate that. I didn't realize that you had already observed that, the sort of reels versus uh, TikTok. Reels are newer than TikTok, but they're not done as well. Don't yeah. don't cancel me, Instagram. Don't shadow ban me. Uh, things I learned from today, uh, it, it didn't come up in the video, but uh, I didn't realize that like Yahoo.com, Yahoo is like, a, like, like, a, like an accusation or like a slur. From the Gen Zs to the boomers. A lot of people are like, yeah, he still gets his news from Yahoo.com. That's funny. <laughs> Yahoo- or, or he still has a Hotmail email address. Yes. Actually, my friend sent me my friend sent me something the other day to download the WeTransfer, but his fucking email was a Hotmail. Oh, no, babe. But that's yeah. normal. You guys are in your 40s and 50s. My, my mother died with an AOL.com email. I still have an AOL one that I don't use. Um, the worst spam you'll ever get in your life. Oh my god! <laughs> the spam that you get on an AOL email is out of control. So, um, oh, I know you're really tired. I'm just gonna play this one. You don't have to talk about it, but yeah. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Okay. I can't believe I missed this. I'm very sorry. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Haley. I'm calling from California, and I really, really have to say this. I need to talk about how. Younger girls these days and the newer generations are not going through ugly phases anymore. This has been something I have mentioned with my girlfriends, even guy friends, and they're like, you know what? You have got a point. They do not have ugly phases anymore. And I think it's because of social media, probably because of TikTok, they're getting all the tips that we were deprived, okay? We were ugly. We used Picnic to edit our photos. I don't know if you remember what that was, but that was a a whole other thing. 
And then we also put camis over t-shirts. We put gauchos on, Bobby Jack. You know, we had headgear and braces. These girls are cute. They are freaking cute. We were not cute. We were ugly. I don't, I don't understand what happened there, where the disconnect was, but it's just, we're not God's favorite. I don't know. No, I think she's so right because it's like the content we were consuming. Like we wanted to look like a limited two model a la Paige, but like those girls, you know, they had braces, pigtails, like little schoolgirl skirts and collared shirts. Like I had braces, acne. Yeah, nowadays people, I guess, do Invisalign. They don't even have braces. I thought it was cool to have braces. I like wanted braces. And these girls now are, yeah, they're like just learning. Like I learned how to do my makeup when I was 15 in the locker room looking at trying to look at how other girls were putting on their makeup and they didn't know how to put on their makeup where now girls just go on TikTok and have whole tutorials. I remember when I put blue under my eyelid like on the bottom I thought I was like so fucking cool and that's all I did. I put blue eyeliner on the bottom on the bottom lid. (laughs) That was my makeup. (laughs) Like we didn't know what was going on but I liked not being beautiful until i turned 32 like i think it created my personality yeah i, I thought it was a, a nice observation to finish with uh yeah. obviously i i had my ugly face i was wearing z cavariches and turtlenecks with guido chains around if you don't know what z cavariches is look them up even when the 80s came back z cavariches didn't make a comeback that's how bad z cavariches were <laughs> so uh you can look them up for uh well. for the gen z the gen z girlies um, anyway, we got to go, babe. You're, you're, you're literally, you're, you're dying on me here. Oh my God. Cause I lied. I lay down. You laid down. Sorry. Was I had it, a whole it? shoot with Nana all day. Um, and I'm really excited for everyone to see it, but yeah, Nana can't hear very well. So I had to like explain everything to her and she did incredible, but it was like, you know, a long day. Well, I thought I was going to die all day, but anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> let's 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 hit the road. Okay. Um, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Leave a review. Tell your friends about um, Burner Phone. And every Monday, we're putting out a prompt, so keep an eye out on our Instagrams. Honestly, the messages have been getting better and better. Keep them coming. Um, yeah, comment. We love the comments. Spread the word too. What we need is we need to get the word out to more and more people about the podcast so we can continue to grow. And uh, yeah, it's twelve fifty-five a.m. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Time to hang up. Hi, Hannah and Des. Here's the thing. I'm a high school English teacher, and the thing that bothers me about Gen Z is that they love to come after us millennials for being obsessed with Harry Potter. They make fun of us. They go, oh, what's your what's your house? Why do you care so much? Blah, 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 blah. And these kids, they can't fucking read. They can't. It's dark, it's sad, RIP the future of America, but don't come after me for loving a book because you can't read it yourself. So many people of other generations will look at social media and like all these news articles about data mining and you know they're tracking us and blah 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 um I don't give two shits like okay yeah look at my nudes look at my porn searches look at I don't know what I ordered at Chick-fil-a that one time 
I'm not Katniss Everdeen. I'm not gonna go, you know, like, try to defeat the system. I don't give two flying fucks, and other people just need to accept it. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Des. Love you guys. Um, so I feel like what pisses me off the most with, um, Generation Z, Gen Zs, is that they really don't know what it's like to wait. Growing up as a millennial, I had dial-up internet, you had to go to a restaurant to eat, you had to, like, wait for your crush to come online so you could change your MSN status. Like, you just learned how to be patient, and I just feel like Gen Z expects everything. I mean, you can literally order anything now and have it at your door. You can text someone, FaceTime them. Like, I just really feel like they are missing out on some really good life lessons. Thanks, guys. Hi, Hannah and Dev. Love the pod. Thank you for making it. Shout out Giggly Squad. Um... What really, really grinds my gears is that nowadays with this generation, people cannot have their own opinion. It drives me bonkers. If you have a different opinion than somebody else, oh, you're automatically wrong. No, you can't have that. No, you're supposed to believe in what I believe in. And that just drives me nuts. I think people care about what other people think too much. Like if somebody had a different opinion than me, Awesome. Great. Okay. Like, don't even get me started here. Basically, I'm a newer mom. My baby, you'll probably hear in the background, is going to be one on Saturday. Um, So one thing that's a new generational issue that I've come across is that the older generation thinks that they can do whatever they want with your baby. They will feed it things that your baby can't have. They will kiss your baby. They will hold your baby at any time. They will not give your baby back when your baby's crying. Um, Basically, like, chill out, leave people's babies alone, and everything will be great. Love you guys. Hi, Hannah and Des. So, one thing that bothers me about, like, my parents and grandparents' generation is that they think everywhere besides where they live and where they grew up is, like, the most dangerous place in the world. (laughs) I am a travel nurse. I work in the ER, but I also just travel a lot anyway. And everywhere I go, like I go to North Carolina, they're like, oh, you're going to get attacked by a bear. I visit New York. They're like, oh, someone's going to mug you and steal your stuff. Like when I go abroad, it's always that you're like, you're going to get kidnapped. And I'm like, that could happen anywhere. Mom and dad, it could happen anywhere. Plus I'm women in STEM. So I'm smart. Nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah, that's that's just it. That's what bothers me.